In Jesus' mighty name. Father, give us understanding. In Jesus' mighty name. Open our eyes to see the depthness of your word. Open our ears to hear the depthness of your word. How can our hearts to conceive the things men have not conceived? In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Faith works wonders. Our anchor scripture in the book of Acts chapter 6 verse 8. Faith works what? Faith works wonders. I have seen faith working wonders. I don't know if you have seen it. Have you seen it in your own life? Yes. You have believed God for things that God has barely brought it to pass. Is it true? By believing to him. Just dare believe God. Dare to believe God. And God has the ability to make sure it comes to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 6 verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. And Stephen, full of all faith. So faith works wonders, as we can see in the case of Stephen. Because he was able to do wonders and miracles. Amen. Faith can do wonders. Amen. Amen. What can take people 10 years to do, you can do it in two years in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It takes your faith. That's why Jesus acknowledged there was no great faith when he saw the centurion. I said, Master, you don't need to come in your house. Just speak the word. So faith is great. Hallelujah. And faith can make wonders. What are you believing God for? It's not impossible to receive it. It is not what? Impossible. By faith, the impossible becomes possible. Amen. Hallelujah. And also we can see that faith can be full. So it means faith also can be empty. Amen. You can be born again, but you're living against yourself because you have no faith. That's why faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. So you can have full faith and empty faith. Now, if you want to have full faith, you must take responsibility. Amen. No miracle just occurs. It must take people who have taken responsibility to make sure it comes to pass. So, what is the measure of your faith? Because God has given every one of us a measure of faith. So, you can determine to make your measure of faith to be full, quarter full, quarter, or empty. Ask your neighbor, which one do you want? Mm, hallelujah. So by God's grace, this month we shall be looking at faith and what makes faith full of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, we know very well, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not. So what are you hoping for? So if you have faith, you judge God faithful. How many believe that in the next few years you'll be driving a car? How many of you believe in the next few years you'll be driving a plane? You see, a level of faith measure determines what you believe God for. Why we have not dared to believe God the impossible because of our measure of faith? Anything you have is a result of your measure of faith. And everything you don't have is a result of your measure of faith. Because God is a faithful God. He cannot deny you good things. He said, worry not about tomorrow. Is it true? If your earthly father can give you fish, you're talking about how much more God? How much more God? If your earthly father can take care of you, how much more God? If God can take care of the birds of the air, how much more of you? So the question is, how are you judging God faithful? Is a result of your faith measure. Faith what? God has promised us a lot, and he'll do it corresponding to our faith level. You must know that. It's not enough just to say, I possess. What do you possess? First of all, possess faith before you possess it. Hallelujah. Because the moment you obtain the faith, you will possess it in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. So God has promised us a lot, and we do it corresponding to our faith level. May your faith grow in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Matthew chapter 9, verse 29. The Bible says, Then he touched their eyes according to your faith be unto you. These men were blind. Amen? These men were people who desired a change of story. I don't know what you're believing God for. But one thing, Jesus had the miraculous power to give it to them their sight. But one thing, Jesus asked them, what do you want? Hallelujah. Now, when you acknowledge what you want, then you must match it also with your faith. Amen. And the Bible says, he said unto them, let it be to you according to your so if you believe God for anything, you can obtain it. What are you believing God for? Are you believing God for a job? You can get that job today if you live here in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you believing God for health? You can receive your health instantly in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a bit according to your according to your faith. Where you live is a result of your faith. What you eat is a result of your faith. I'm asking the truth. If you have given someone a lobster and they've never eaten, they may say, what is this? Is it true? But if their faith level has already reached there, they will eat it well. Is it true? Now, what is that faith level? It's because they identified and they understood the benefits of eating of it. Isn't that is strange? It's the level of faith which has been built by hearing. If you hear, it is okay for your body. If you hear, it will change something in you. You will eat it. I'm asking the truth. So no one is great in this kingdom. No one is exceedingly great than the other person. We only have great faith and exceeding great faith. So anyone the greatest in the kingdom is because their faith measure has grown to exceedingly great king way. Hallelujah. They are in exceedingly great way. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans 12, 3. It says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. So there's no one who's greater than the other person. But to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man, the measure of faith. The measure of So you are responsible to grow your measure of faith. God will correspond exactly to your faith level. God said it, I believe it, that settles it. So it is your faith measure. So God will deal with you according to your measure of faith. What is delaying is because your faith level has not reached there. The enemy has no power to stop anything because it's under your feet. Hallelujah. For we have dominion. Is it true? Dominion. Your health, let me tell you, you can become anything. You can become anything, you can possess anything if you believe God. I've realized faith is a very powerful tool that if you don't have it as a Christian, you may continue praying and praying and not receive anything. I'm telling the truth. You can continue attending church and attending church and never receive anything. You must work on your faith. You must work on it. Take it as an assignment. Every day I must feed my faith. I must feed it. Amen. So God will deal with you according to your measure of faith. What you will wear tomorrow is a result of your faith today. That's why I read books. Hallelujah. I don't think we're encouraging our house. If you're coming around there, get a book read. If you develop your faith, you will believe God for many things. Hallelujah. 
That's why the Bible says, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, study to show thyself approved. Study. Do you understand that word? When you study, you are hearing faith. To show yourself approved, a true workman who does not need to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of? Hallelujah. Amen. Just remove this thing, please. Amen. Now, faith is a substance. So it can be held. Tell your neighbor, faith is a substance. It can be held. So if you show men the substance of faith, they also dare to believe. Now, when I have the substance of faith that God can provide for me, what happens? And someone sees it coming to pass, they will believe God. Am I saying the truth? That's why you need to be a Christian of faith. Where you tell people, God can heal me. When they come and see the healing, they will believe God more. Am I saying the truth? And then faith is the powerful tool for evangelism. If someone can see faith working in you, they will believe God. Most people follow Jesus because they saw the miracles. The miracles was a product of faith. The miracles are a product of what? Faith. faith. Hebrews 11 verse 3 says, Through faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. The world was framed by the what? Word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which what? So you may not look like it, but you are becoming it in the name of Jesus Christ. So don't judge yourself by how you appear. Oh, my friend, tomorrow you'll be a great person in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, be careful. You may be booking an appointment very soon. Because my faith is growing. Amen. My faith is what? Growing. My faith is growing. All of us, we can achieve anything if we work on our faith measure. Or we work on our what? Faith measure. And last, the first time I looked at the power of seeing by faith. Is it true? And I told you, God cannot give you anything unless you see it. You must see by what? By faith. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of? Hallelujah. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. For we walk by faith, not by? So you must see things by faith. Don't judge yourself from where the little house you are coming from every day. Okay? Tomorrow you will be a great person. Amen? Tomorrow you will be a what? If you work on your faith measure, if you work on it. That's why for Moses to rescue the Israelites, God made him to see himself first of all by faith. Exodus chapter 7 verse 1. And the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, See! Tell your neighbor, see. see. Tell your neighbor, see. see. Hallelujah! What do you see? That's the question. What do you see yourself in the next few years as? If you see yourself as a great man, you'll work on your faith measure. I'm asking the truth. If I want to buy a house, I need to collect scriptures for the house. Hallelujah. Build my faith for the house constantly. And I love it in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because my measure of faith concerning houses from the scriptures, I will start seeing my house. What you don't possess is because you never saw it from the scriptures. Because if you see it, your faith measure will grow. What do you want to be possessing in the next few years? I must see my thing. That's why I wait on God patiently on his scriptures. Praying, Lord, I've seen in your word that this silver and gold belong to me. Hallelujah. That we shall never lack the good thing in the land of the living. Hallelujah. So I must see it. When you see it, you will have it well. What do you see? Ask your neighbor, what have you been seeing since the beginning of the year? If you see nothing, it means you never walked on your faith measure. <laughs> 
Number two, I talked about the power of hearing by faith. Is it true? And I told you, hearing precedes seeing. What you hear determines what you see. I'm asking the truth. And I told you to hear is to perceive. And I gave you an example for Sarah, Genesis chapter 18, verse 10 to 14. And Sarah was behind the curtains. Is it true? And he had the angel of the Lord talking to Abraham. I said, by according to the word of God in season, that Sarah, our next time by this time, he will have conceived. Is it true? Sarah laughed. Is it true? Why? I, the Sarah laughed because he saw the seed. And he said, I may have my husband. The way you are well stricken with age. Now you see, what you consistently hear will make you start seeing it. If you start hearing you are great, you will start behaving great. Is it true? Yes. You will start seeing yourself as what? Great. So what are you hearing concerning your life? What are you hearing concerning your destiny? All those things are influencing your faith. Don't spend time with people who talk small. Hallelujah. Because you'll think small. And this one is not for small people. For the violent taken by force. If you need to be violent, you must be great. You must be big. Hallelujah. Not in size, in faith. And Gideon with an army of 300 men. Abraham and his servants, 300 people. Is it true? They took over a nation. I believe the servants of Abraham used to hear you are a great army in the name of Jesus. Amen? I used to tell, I always give this illustration when I'm coming to faith. I used to think about this scripture. Look at this very well. In the book of Numbers, the Bible tells us very well, and Caleb went and the 12 spies to spy on the land. Is it true? And when they came back, the other 10 disciples, uh, 10 disciples, sorry, 10 spies said that those guys in that camp, camp are very big great giants. Is it true? The children of Anak. We are not able to overcome them. But Caleb came with a different spirit. Is it true? They said, we are well, eh? Now think about this. What kind of weapon were they using a long time ago? So the only sticks. Is it true? Did they have guns? They had sticks. Is it true? Now how will you go to a house of a giant and chase him with a stick? Say, tell me my neighbor, it takes faith. Because God said he will take, they will take over the land. Is it true? How many of us can go to the house of a giant with a stick and chase him? Hmm? It takes your faith. It takes what? So, you may have great obstacles ahead of you, but if you have faith, you will achieve in the name of Jesus Christ. No matter the obstacle, if you have faith, you will overcome. There is nothing called great obstacle. It has just great faith. By faith, you shall speak to this mountain, be cast on the sea, and it shall move. Is it true? A mountain is something unmovable. It doesn't have legs. Is it true? But it means if you speak to it, it truly will move. Amen. So imagine that. I let's say if God could give the children of Israel, short, short people with sticks to overcome a giant, God can give me anything. If I believe in his word. If he said that's my land full of milk and honey, so shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. So what have you been hearing? Who has been talking to your ears? If we are about people who are just talking about it as well, the Lord shall do it. The Lord shall do it. What is your responsibility? But if you spread them to people and say, it is, it is already well. Hallelujah. The Lord has already done it. You see, it will change your mentality. Because the Lord is at the end before the beginning. I'm asking the truth. So what have you been hearing? Mark chapter 4 verse 9. The Bible says, and he said unto them, he that has ears, let him. Can you hear well in the name of Jesus Christ? Listen to people who will build your faith. I'm asking the truth. Listen to people who will build your faith. There's no casting down the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
in my house is a rule, never say something is finished. There's nothing that is finished. It is also in the shop. Is it true? Why are you prophesying poverty? Why are you prophesying lack and want? Who gave you the permission? <laughs> we are faith people. There's a day one of my husband told me the gas is finished. I told her, no, call my wife and ask her properly. Hallelujah. We don't say gas is finished here. Glass is plenty. Because we just need to collect more. Is it true? It is not finished. Why are you prophesying lack and want? You see, what you have been hearing to determines what you become. Amen? Amen. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And I showed you two examples last week, Matthew chapter 20. You remember that? The blind man? Yes. They heard Jesus coming. Is it true? Yes. What they heard, they realized their miracle has come and they shouted, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on us. Is it true? What you hear determines how you pray. Hallelujah. What you hear influences how you, how you pray. Then you pray, Baba, tunaenda, tukipofika, tunasema asante. How do you want to arrive? Oh, you just want to kufika, usema asante. No. Lord, as I'm waking up on a movie, I'll say thank you for one, two, three, and... That's why every end of the week, we always say, this is my expectation. Because God has a good intention to you. What you hear influences how you pray. How have you been praying? It is not of what you have been hearing. Hallelujah. And I told you the second thing, you must choose to hear the word of God. Because the word of God is a living force. If God said tomorrow you shall be wealthy, you shall be so. I am not just telling the truth. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 2. The king's advisor was with Elisha the prophet. Is it true? And Elisha the prophet said, by God's word, tomorrow a time like this, a, a, a flower will be sold for a shekel. Is it true? But he didn't believe. He had any problems. Hearing what? Say, Lord, teach me how to hear by faith. When I read your word and I see somewhere it is written, I am healed. Make me hear that I am healed. Not only read, I am healed. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me hear by faith. Hear by faith. I'm telling the truth. The Lord shall do it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 May we receive grace to develop capacity to hear the word of God by faith. In Jesus' mighty name. Today I'll be talking about the power of talking by faith. Tell your neighbor, talking by faith. This accounts for another term. Who do you talk to? Influences how you talk. Amen. How many of us go to God and say, God, I'm very sick. I know you can't heal me. No. You go say, Lord, I am feeling strong because you shall heal me in the name of Jesus Christ. Who you talk to influences how you talk. Amen. What is to talk? In simple way, when I say I'm talking, it means I am influencing, I am causing or affecting by speech. I am every time you speak, you are causing, influencing, and affecting. Amen. Be careful what you talk about, how you talk about it, especially concerning your destiny. Don't say anything contrary. It's not permitted. Amen. It is tellable, it is unacceptable to talk contrary. You can't tell your neighbor Nico to. What do you mean you are just existing? You are a living testimony. You are not existing. Amen. Amen. Every time you talk, you are causing, influencing, and affecting. Amen. Amen. That's why the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit there. So you can eat the fruit of death or you can eat the fruit of life. 
love? Which one do you love? Is it death or life? So your tongue is careful. Be careful. Don't say I don't have food. You will never have food. Amen. Say I have food, my friend. Hallelujah. I can never lack in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, I can never be sick in the name of Jesus Christ. I shall never suffer misfortune in the name of Jesus Christ. You see, you life and death is in the power of the tongue. Because every time you are talking, you are causing, affecting, or inferior. I'm demonstrating to you right now. If I say Dickens, I am causing. Is it true? If I say Dickens, stand up. What am I doing? I'm affecting. If I say Dickens, come, I'm influenced. So every time you are saying something, you are doing those three things. So be careful. Don't cause death on your life by your tongue. Be careful what you say. And we always say we shall be 3,000 men. Is it true? Yeah. We are always causing, influencing, and affecting. We are saying what we want to see. God expects us to take responsibility of our tongues. Are we clear? So as much you are justified through Christ Jesus and you have been blessed with all heavenly blessings. So even if you are blessed with all heavenly blessings, God wants you to take responsibility of your tongue. Don't say anything or everything carelessly. Be careful. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 6. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 6. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 6. And the Bible says, Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Hallelujah. Suffer not thy mouth to cause your flesh to sin. And it says, Neither say before an angel it was an error. <laughs> it was not an error. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth. <laughs> Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thy hands? Tell your neighbor, God forbid. You see, most of us we come from prayer and child say, God, give me a blessing. Tomorrow, Monday, you are saying Nateseka. How will God bless you? How will God bless you? Tell me the truth. Be careful what you say. Be careful. Don't say anything or carelessly. Don't just say anything, anything. I don't have a job. Who told you don't have a job? If they ask you have a job, you say yes. And ask you where do you work. Talk about your skill. Hallelujah. Talk about your ability. Don't say you are jobless. You may end up be forever be jobless. Because God will, most of us have made God angry with us because of our careless conversation. Just saying anything and everything. Anything and everything. As much as I say it. I am depressed. Huh? You are depressed. Truly depression will visit you. I'm telling the truth. But if you say I have victory over Jesus, no matter how I'm feeling. Amen. Truly victory will come. Am I saying the truth? Yes. I've been telling my wife that some things you don't pray for. You just talk about it. Amen. What are you praying for? God is listening to our conversation. The book of Malachi says so. When the, Malachi chapter 3 verse 16. Those who fear the Lord when they spoke one to another, God opens a book of remembrance. That's the word of God. God is remembering what you are saying. Malachi 3.16. You can check that. So be careful what you say. If you're having a conversation, don't just say anything or everything. Say what you want to see. Say what you're believing God for. Say what you want to become. Hallelujah. Say what you want to see. Because you are always causing an effect. Or you are affecting things and influencing things. 
By reason of that, Paul encourages us to develop our speech. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6. Paul is encouraging us to develop our what? Our speech. Develop your speech. Tell your neighbor, develop your speech. Colossians 4, 6. He said, let your speech be always, be always with grace, seasoned with salt. Hallelujah. That you may know what you ought to answer every because men will try you. You see what is happening. Truly, you will wear things that have tones. Tell them that's a fashion. Hallelujah. Because God is giving me a more decorated one in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't say anything contrary. I'm telling you. Be careful with your mouth. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. That's why Paul said, let your speech be seasoned with grace always. And salt. Hallelujah. So that you can know how to answer every man. Men can make you say anything contrary from your prayer. Most of us we pray, but after prayer we say things that are opposite. Now, how will God be blessing you if you are saying everything opposite? How will God bless you? So how do you ensure you are seasoned with good salt? Is by developing your heart. Amen? Because the heart is the seat of faith. The heart is the seat of what? So develop your heart. When you develop your heart, it will influence your speech. It will influence what you say. Amen? It will influence what you? Develop your heart. Luke chapter 6 verse 45. Luke 6 45. Can we open there by the grace of God? I think this is more powerful. We need to read this one by one. Develop your heart. Your heart is the seat of faith. If you don't develop your heart, you will say anything and everything. Are we there? If I just say amen. amen. Good. Luke chapter 6 verse 45. It says, a good man out of the good treasure of his what? Bring it forth what? So anything that has come good is because of your heart. <laughs> From your heart. You bring it. You bring what is good from your heart. Let us continue. And says, and an evil man out of his what? Evil treasure from his heart. Bring it forth, which is what? For the abundance of the heart is mouth what? So anything good you see in your life is came from your heart and your mouth. Did you see that one? Your heart and your mouth. Anything good. You see, in our family, we are very poor. I am telling the truth, your family will be very poor. Not, because it's out of your heart. You're saying it. Don't have careless conversation. Are we clear? We're in the mouth of faith. Determine what you want to see. Say it. As much you're praying, say it. As much you're praying, say it. We are calling things that be not as though they are. We are calling things that be not as though they are. Tell your neighbor you are blessed. I prophesy you are rich. I prophesy you are healthy. Hallelujah. I don't say anything contrary. What we say once in our heart and believe for us totally is a result of faith. Okay? What we say constantly is a result of our faith. Because you have been listening to it and you believe so is a result of your faith. Even salvation, it came from the heart. Is it true? Romans chapter 10, verse 10. It says, For with the heart a man believeth unto what? Righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto what? 
So if you believe in God, you must say, Lord Jesus, I come before you and I accept you as my personal Savior. From your heart, from your heart, from your heart, you say, from your heart, from your heart. So you must learn to speak with wisdom. So everyone who's not born again here today, I believe by the end of the safety service, you will give your life to Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And you shall confess from your heart. So salvation came from the heart and mouth. So anything else will come from your life is from your heart and mouth. Am I saying the truth? So most of us are born again, but talk against our salvation. <laughs> you know that? Most of us are born again, but we talk against our salvation. Salvation is a work of faith. We know that. Is it true? For we see that the salvation of the Lord, you must talk faith-filled words. For you to see salvation of the Lord, you must talk what? Faith-filled and declare salvation in every speech. So we are saved, but don't talk saved or safe. We are saved, but don't talk safe and safe. What are you saved from if you say you are born again? If you say you have seen the salvation of the Lord, what manner of salvation have you seen? Then how is it in your line to your speaking and your speech? That's why most of us struggle and have delay because from our prayer altar and from after every word of prophecy, we start speaking against it. We were saved and we were safe. Hallelujah. From every sickness and diseases, from every form of distress, from every form of powers and authorities from the pit of hell. Hallelujah. But why do we talk against our salvation? And that's what most of us as Christians we need to work on. Our conversation. Our what? Conversation. And what is salvation? Most of us can say what is salvation. Salvation is a point of realization. It's a point of what? When you say you have salvation, you have come to a point of realization of the supreme power of God in your life. You have come to a point of realization of the supreme power of God in your life over everything. Over what? Guaranteeing your deliverance or effects of sin. Did you get that one? Salvation is a point of realization of the supreme power of God. So you have realized that God can save, can heal, can deliver. You understand? In your life, over everything that guarantees you deliverance or any effect of sin. Do you know what's an effect of sin? When you are driving in a car, then someone comes and bang you. By salvation, you are saved from accident and death. That's an effect of sin. When you are sitting in a car, the driver is drunk and goes and falls in a ditch. You are preserved. Hallelujah. That's an effect of sin. So when you have salvation, you should know, no matter the sinners around me, they cannot affect me. Amen? Amen. I've been telling even my family that even if what happens with the government, the government will not affect our prosperity because we are working with a supreme government. You see, those are effects of sin. People can make decisions to cause you pain. But if you're in salvation, the effects of sin should not influence you. Now, if you know that, why are you succumbing to a negative conversation? You know the economy is bad. Things are not working. Huh? I don't know if the economy is bad. Because my economy is above principalities and powers. Hallelujah. Beyond men's thoughts and ways of doing things. My economy cannot be down. Hallelujah. My economy is Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. 
for the part of adjustment is a shining light that shines brighter and brighter to the perfect day. That's my economy. So I cannot allow the effects of sin to change me because I've realized the supreme power of God that has set me free from every form of deliverance or effect of sin. So anyone plotting against me will not succeed. That is salvation. Then why are you saying Nina Chapua? Nina Pigua Vita? Who's fighting you? You have overcome. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. What I need to do is to appropriate my authority. In the name of Jesus, I take cover by the blood of cover. No force from no we perform against me shall prosper. You're not talking about to the spirit of God, I lift up a standard. You're not talking about by talking it. Don't take anything contrary because you have salvation. If you are born again, don't talk anything contrary. Just know if you are saved, you are safe. Hallelujah. Yes. Tell your neighbor if you are saved, you are safe. Hallelujah. So don't say that I'm, I'm coming to. No, don't say that. My, our children will be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So salvation is a guarantee. But the question is how do we talk? Romans chapter 1 verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as is written. The just shall live by If I live by faith, I talk faith. Hallelujah. I saw Mercedes this week. I was with my wife. I told her that's what I'll be for my daughter. Hallelujah. No, you talk what you want to see. You know, let me tell you, if you don't start talking it right now, you may never have even one thing. I'm going to tell you you start prophesying, don't, you know, talk conversational seeds. You're talking about, yes. they're what? Keep on sowing the seeds of conversation. You'll see it. Hallelujah. Because when you, the more you talk, you frame your mind, you frame your environment, you frame even what comes to you. You talk it. Keep on talking it. Keep on talking it. Keep on saying it. Keep on saying it. Hallelujah. Keep on saying I am blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Shout, I am, I am blessed. Keep on saying it. Yes. 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 I was talking like, oh, things are tough. What is tough? Things are great. Hallelujah. Things are happening for me. Hallelujah. I shall not suffer pain again. You're not talking about the last Philistines, Egyptians I saw, I shall see them no more. Hallelujah. Because God has given me the victory. Don't say anything contrary. I'm not telling you. There's power in the words of faith. Don't say anything contrary, no matter who forces you. Well, with her, yesterday we were shopping. Someone was walking around. Remember that guy? He came and said, eh, muna, muna, We are doing window shopping. I said, No, we're not only doing window shopping, also we are buying. I'm not talking about. Because we are not in that cluster of people who window shop. We shop and we buy. Hallelujah. You don't tell me what I want to believe. I say what I want to believe. I can't, I can't leave my own special time to just go and march around somewhere. God cannot leave me empty. Why should God make me see good things and leave it there? I said, I should collect it and go with it. Hallelujah. So you can't just tell me I'm window shopping. No. And you also buy. Amen. Yeah. She laughed. I told her, don't worry. That man doesn't have an understanding. Amen. As we are buying, we can't just walk. I'm buying the military and I'm just marching around your clothes. I can't do that. Amen. So you say what you want. Be careful. People, those are effects of sin. Someone can tell you anything and if you agree, you lose it. Just keep on saying what you believe God for. Amen. Hmm. 
So how do you talk by faith as we wind up? How do you talk by faith? How do you what? And I want us to start practicing this. Can you try this for the next three months? Tell me if your life will remain the same way. It cannot. It is impossible if there's a word like that in English. It is what? Impossible. It cannot happen. I am blessed and beyond measure. Amen. Ooh, I am blessed and beyond what? Yes. You cannot measure the blessing of God upon my life because the breadth, the width, the height of his love surpasses all manner of understanding. What can separate me from that love? I am blessed beyond measure. I am blessed beyond measure. Amen. 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 How do we talk by faith? Number one, by the word of God. Say it by the word of God. By the word of God. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 26. So you must know the word of God for you to talk by faith. You must know the word of? You must know the word of God for you to talk by faith. Isaiah 43 verse 26. If you have time, can you, can you open there please? Isaiah 43 verse 26. By the word of God. Talk things by the word of God. Hallelujah. Talk it by the word of God. Talk it, talk it, talk it. Hallelujah. If Isaiah 43 verse 26 say amen. amen. It says one, two, three, go. Put me in remembrance. Let us be together. Declare that. that. You can, how will you put God to remembrance? Through his word. Hallelujah. By speaking his word. Say, Lord, by his face I am healed. I shall not suffer any sickness in the name of Jesus Christ. My men whole in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I am putting God and I am showing him where it is written. Don't just say it. Show him where it is written. He said, for he died poor that will be made rich. So if you see anything called poverty around you, show him, Lord, by faith, I am rich. Hallelujah. By faith, through Christ Jesus, I am what? You see, if you don't talk faith-filled words by the word of God, you may miss it. So how much do you know about the word of God? If you know the word of God, talk the word. Tell your neighbor, talk the word. Take the word. When you talk the word, you influence your world. Hallelujah. When you talk the word, you will influence your world. Talk the word, talk the word, talk the word. Hallelujah. I am healed. I am blessed. I am decorated. I am seated above principalities and powers. Hallelujah. Amen. Yay. I am, I am blessed. Amen. I'm dangerously blessed. Now, if I tell you that, you look at me and say, my friend, how are you dangerously blessed? You wait and see. I am dangerously what? I will not say anything contrary. That's up to you. That's your own opinion. Because my understanding of our blessing is different from yours. Because I have located it from the word of God. And when Sister Doris was saying, she said, we have Deuteronomy 28 blessing. Amen. That you are above and not what? We are the head and not... We are lenders and not what? That is a good blessing. Amen. Fully that you don't know you. Amen. Amen. That spirit should go in the name of Jesus Christ. Because we don't know that. We know that anything you desire, if you pray and believe, it shall be given. Whatsoever thing you did. So I know the word of God. I just need to desire, pray, believe. Simple formula. I shall receive it. So if you don't know the word of God, you cannot talk the word. Unless you know the word, you can talk. So the easiest way to talk words, to talk faith, is by knowing the word of? That's why join the love centers there. You share the word. You start knowing the word. It's a form of Bible study. Be there. Be in church every time. Hear the word. It changes your mind. 
Spend time with people who know the word. It will change even how you talk. You will know scriptures. I'm asking the truth. Number two. Through the inspiration of the Almighty. Through what? How do you talk by faith? By the inspiration of the Almighty. Amen. By the Holy Spirit. God can inspire you to say things. Don't be afraid to say it. Amen. Most of us, we are so careful. The word of God came to you so strongly. You're about to say it and you say, hey, if I say it, how will they think about me? Say it. There is the inspiration of the Almighty. Job chapter 32 verse 8. Job 32 verse 8. Because that is the time you are supposed to declare it and for it to be so. So, but the enemy is fighting with you in your mind. Job 32 verse 8. If you are there, just say amen. You talk by faith by the word of God, number two, by the inspiration of the Omar. Almighty. By the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost can tell you to say something. He can just tell you, wake up and start prophesying that you are blessed. But because you are careful who are around your office is there, ah, you miss the opportunity. Do it by boldness. Amen. Amen. I always say, if someone can smoke before me and blow, I can also blow in tongues anytime I want to. Amen. I don't. How can someone enter my tattoo with boiled my eye and eat it and I just keep quiet if I need to pray? Also, me, I blow my own. Hallelujah. If you look at me, that's up to you. It is the inspiration of the Almighty. Hallelujah. I can't keep quiet because my destiny is strong by my mouth. Why am I keeping quiet? Most of us, we are so civilized. Civilization can kill you. Follow God hard. Amen. Are you in Job chapter 32 verse 8? Yes. Now he says, but there is a word. There is words. And the inspiration of the Almighty. Give us him what? When the inspiration is there, my friend, run with it. Don't wait. Speak it. John chapter 5. Look at John chapter 5. John 5 verse 30. Most of us have hindered for not to prophesy ourselves to our lives because the Holy Ghost has been telling you things to say but you have been constraining him. When the Holy Ghost needs you to say something, say it, my friend. You understand what about? Prophesy it on your life. John chapter 5, verse 30 to 32. If you are there, say amen. amen. There's power in reading scriptures. Hallelujah. He said, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is no another that beareth witness in me. I know that the witness which he witnesseth of me is what? So as I hear, I speak. Ooh. When I hear that I'm blessed, when the Holy Ghost say, say I'm blessed, I just say, I am blessed. Hallelujah. You'll wonder what I'm saying. Because the Holy Ghost has led me. There's sometimes we are worshipping God. God wants to just to start saying things. But most of us, we are so careful about the environment. You are missing the own time inspiration. Amen. Run with it. Most of us have expired because we are not inspired. <laughs> May you be inspired in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Inspiration. There's a song that just came in your spirit and you feel like singing because you are so careful. That song was a prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. Sing it, sing it, sing it. That's talking the word of God. Hallelujah. Don't sing it, my friend. Even if your voice is what, what? You are singing key X or Z if it is there. Sing it, my friend. 
Let those who have not the right keys to sing continue. Hallelujah. Sing it. You feel the passing in tongues. That's a decree. Because the Holy Ghost says, it makes us pray things that we don't understand, but the Father understands. They're not talking about. It's a form of prophecy. You feel like passing in tongues is an inspiration of talking. Just pass his tongue. They look at it and say, what is it? Continue passing. It's inspiration. Talk by faith. I ask you, that is how you talk by faith. I've told them, I'm, told, I'm the one person I always say, if you want to be ashamed of yourself, it's okay. For me, I'll never be ashamed. I believe this word, I'll run with it. I will say it. I will say it. That is talking by faith, inspiration. After talking the word of God, when you have an inspiration, talk the inspiration. Through songs, through word, the word of God, through tongues, hallelujah. Say it. Say it. You are listening to a song and you just felt like singing it. Just sing it. Amen. Don't hold yourself. Don't concern the Holy Ghost. Amen. Number three, by observation from scriptures. By observation from the scriptures. How do you talk by faith? By observation from the What did you observe from the scriptures that someone did? John chapter 5 verse 19 to 20. have observed what the word of how the Bible teaches us how to talk but we have never taken it into example. And I'll show you one today. Like, let's look at John chapter 5 verse 19 to 20. If you are there say amen. He said then answer Jesus and said unto them very very I say unto you the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees his father observation. Tell your neighbor observation. Even Jesus did what he saw his father do. And the Bible says for we all things soever he doeth this also doeth the son Likewise, for the father loved the son and showed him all things that himself doeth, and he will show him greater works than this that they may marvel. What did Jesus observe? Genesis chapter 1 the Bible tells us the word of God was the word was without form, the world is it true? It was full of darkness. And what did Jesus observe? Out of the darkness, God woke up and said, Let there be, and there was what now when Jesus came on earth. He did whatever he observed from the beginning. He came and he saw a tree has no food. What do you say the food? Tree, dry up. Observation. When he came and he met Peter and they had not catch anything, say, cast your net upon the other side. And it became. He observed that from his father, whatever you say, it becomes to pass. And he came a place when they are asking for tax. He tells his disciple, the first fish you catch will have a coin. Observation of what you say. Observe what to say from the scriptures of God. That's why we are saying that anything that we are created, we are created by talking. By what? No. By talking. God spoke the word and Jesus observed and he did the same. When he came at the tomb of Lazarus, what did he say? Lazarus, come forth. Observation from the father. That's what the father will have done. Now you are faced with a situation. What do you do? Observe. What will have Jesus done in that situation of yours? Will he have kept quiet? What, what will have he done? You are suffering from malaria. What do you say? By his stripes I am healed. And you go see the doctor. The doctor tells you, you are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, what are you talking about? You talk it, you talk it, you say it. What will have Jesus done when things are not happening in your business? A business grow. Is it true? That's what Jesus have done. Observation. Observation. Talk what you have observed from the scriptures. 
Just don't read the word of God. Observe something from the scriptures. That's why I talk to my tents. Hallelujah. I talk to everything I have. <laughs> I talk to everything. This bed shall be comfortable in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, I, you know, I've ever slept and woke up you're feeling strained. Hallelujah. That's not the portion of God. And Jesus slept in a ship until his disciples woke him up. It means that bed was very comfortable. Is it true? My bed also shall be comfortable. It doesn't matter is it Dr. Mattis or whatever. My bed must be what? You say what you want to see. Observation. Say it. Say it. My hair shall not fall for no reason. Amen. Amen. What are you talking about? Hallelujah. Speak it. Speak it. Number four, by using testimonies. Say using testimonies. He said, Father, I saw the sister so and so did this. And it came to pass, I speak the same order in the name of Jesus Christ. By using testimonies, learn to talk using testimonies. It will make the devil shy off. These testimonies we share here are not for just decoration. You know what I'm about? It's for you to use it as a tool. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. What testimony do you know? Which testimony do you know? I've seen from my fathers in the faith they are not small boys. Hallelujah. I cannot be a small boy. Amen. Yes. I've seen that there have been things are hacking for them. Every time I'm faced with a situation, I look for one particular person I know is very solid in that area. I listen to that person and I use that testimony and I'm praying. Say, Father, if you are the same God of not the Jew or the Greek, you did for me this Father of mine. Lord, I believe. By connection of faith, I believe, Lord, it shall happen for me. We came out. That's why I say we shall never be small. Yes. We can never be small. Using testimonies. Whose testimony do you know? Put God in remembrance of it. Talk it. When the devil shows his ugly head, say, I heard and I was a witness. Someone prayed and he overcame. Even me, I shall overcome. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 34 to 37. We can see the testimony of David. How did David conquer Goliath? By testimony. Before David took the first stone, he used his testimony to address Goliath. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 34 to 37. Say, the God who gave me victory over the bar and the lion <laughs> shall give me victory over you in the name of Jesus Christ. Power of testimony. Amen. Amen. Which testimony do you have in your life that you have been faced with? If God gave to you yesterday, God will help you today in the name of Jesus. Speak the testimony. When we are doing this registration for the ministry, I remember very well, I, I, I told God, if he gave me a ability to pay for all that over 193000 by faith, I don't know, till now we always try to think how God provided the money. You're talking about. And I said, Lord, this money is so small. You're talking about. If you gave me this one, this one, I was using this one. So when I was praying, I was saying, God, how you gave provide for that money? Can you provide for this one? I don't know how you did it, but just use the same formula. And I said, thank you for you did it. You know what I'm talking about? I am putting you to remember it was your hand that did it. Yes. Truly, by God's will, he did it. He just did it the same way. Using testimonies. Talk testimonies. When the enemy brings doubt in your life, talk testimony. Yeah. When the enemy confronts you, talk what? Testimonies. Talk testimonies. Talk testimonies. Yes. Just call your neighbor. But there I have a testimony. What? Two years ago, I was believing God for a shoe. God gave me a shoe. Now I'm believing God for a car. He will give me the same car. Hallelujah. Talk testimonies. Most of us don't talk testimonies. Talk testimonies. Hallelujah. I'm believing God for health. I'm believing God for a job. Talk testimonies. 
God will give you victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And lastly, by talking prophecy. Talking what? As revealed in the ministry of his servants. Hallelujah. Talk prophecy. Every church has a prophecy of the year based on the man of God. Is it true? Don't just keep quiet with the prophecy. Wrestle with the prophecy. Talk the prophecy. Hallelujah. Talk the what? Amos 3, 7. God cannot do nothing, cannot do anything unless his servants is prophets. He reveals to his servants his what? So when God reveals something, it means it's for your own change of story. So run with it. Hallelujah. Prophesy on your life. Amen. Prophesy on your Talk about it. Talk about it. Like for us, it's our year of what? Performance. Things will perform in the name of Jesus Christ. On his own accord, things will happen. Things will happen. I shall not have any bad reports in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 2 Kings chapter 10, verse 10. 2 Kings chapter 10, verse 10. Second Kings chapter 10, verse 10. I want you to see this one. Because you must know there are prophecies come to pass. Make sure you're not left out when people are celebrating the prophecy of the year. Amen. Make sure you're part and parcel of the prophecy. Amen. Don't just sit down. Amen. Don't just sit down and say, it is well, God will do it. No. Run with the prophecy. This year shall be my year in the name of Jesus Christ. I shall be decorated. My family, my children, my business, everything I do shall be decorated. Lord, based on the word of your servant, Lord, let it come to pass. Let it come to pass. When the devil shows his ugly head, remind him of the prophecy. You're talking about that this is not my portion. Second Kings chapter 10, verse 10. If I just say amen. amen. It says, Now know that there shall fall unto the earth nothing of the word of the Lord. Did you hear that? Yes. Nothing. Everything God says will come to pass. And which the Lord spake concerning the house of Ham, the Lord has done it. That which he spake to his servant, what? Elijah. So God will speak anything and nothing will fall. Which word has been prophesied over you this year? It will not fall in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You shall run well with it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So start talking by faith, by the grace of God. Start what? Talking by faith. Talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it. Hallelujah. I believe the word of God. It shall not fail. It shall come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, with that, I say, let us be able to say, Father, I appropriate my blessings. I prophesy on my life, Lord. Lord, I take authority. I take authority. Start praying for yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, give me grace to talk by faith. To allow to influence the word of God, the inspiration of the Almighty Lord, through your testimonies. Lord, I prophesy over my life. Baruse Ketele Baragato Sokoto, Bekoto Rebara, Lekasatu Zekatalabara, 